Welcome to Sanctified in Truth with Michael York, a ministry of the Fairview Baptist Church in Ashland, Kentucky. Sanctified in Truth is a daily podcast for followers of Christ who desire to imitate Him and to dedicate ourselves fully to the plans God has for us by deepening our love and understanding of God's Word. Today's reading is Genesis chapter 40, verse 1 to chapter 41, verse 57. As always, I want to encourage you to read the passage before you listen to the podcast. Everything in life can bring us closer to God or it can push us farther away from God. It's all about how we look at it. Following the lies that Potiphar's wife told about him, Joseph found himself in prison. And two of the prisoners who were there were the chief cupbearer and the chief baker. Now, The Bible doesn't indicate specifically why these men were in prison other than that the Pharaoh was angry with them. But given their position, it would be reasonable to deduce that the reason that Pharaoh is so upset was because they were accused of poisoning him or messing with his meal. This would be a major offense. But Joseph, who had done nothing, was given the task of being their servant. And while in prison, while serving these two men, he's given the opportunity to interpret their dreams. Joseph is told the dreams, and he reveals that it means the cupbearer would be released and the baker would be executed. The cupbearer had promised to let Pharaoh know about Joseph, but he forgot. And it would be a full two years before things started moving again. The Pharaoh has a dream. The magicians and the diviners of Egypt could not discern the meaning of Pharaoh's dream. And in these events, the memory of the cupbearer is jogged and he tells Pharaoh of Joseph. And Joseph is called for and Joseph interprets the dream of Pharaoh. And Joseph is given a great deal of power and influence. Now, in these two years, Joseph makes an astounding journey from the prison to the palace. But he doesn't wait for the journey to start. He doesn't wait to arrive before he changes his actions. It would have been easy for Joseph, while he was in prison, to be downcast and discouraged, but he was not. He could have blamed God, but he did not. He was honest. He said he knew he did not belong there, but that wasn't a complaint. It was just the truth. What sustained Joseph for those two years was the dream that God had given him. The dream all the way back in Genesis 37, that his brothers would bow down before him. Joseph knew God was not done with him until that dream would come to pass. So Joseph let his circumstances draw him closer to God. Joseph gives full credit to God as the one who revealed the meaning of the dreams. Joseph's undying confidence in God's power and in God's plan enabled him and encouraged him to be faithful even in difficult times. You just look at the little details like the fact that Joseph asked the cupbearer to remember him when things went well for him. Joseph does not even entertain the possibility that what God revealed to him would not come to pass. As Adrian Rogers once said, delay never thwarts God's purposes. It only polishes his instrument. And all this time that Joseph waited, he grew closer to God. He learned to rely on God's faithfulness all the more. And God was, unknowingly to Joseph, preparing Joseph for a journey from the pit to the palace. 
As we seek to think through the meaning, implications, and applications of this passage, we want to ask ourselves our three basic questions. First, what does this passage tell me about God? Both dreams that are interpreted reveal something about God and how they're revealed. Look at what Joseph told the cupbearer. Pharaoh would lift up his head, restore him to his position, and the cupbearer would place Pharaoh's cup in his hand. What happens? I mean, Moses uses this exact language. Pharaoh lifted up the head of the chief cupbearer, restores him to his position, and the cupbearer puts the cup in Pharaoh's hand. This is not some approximate fulfillment. This is exact. There's a big difference between so many of these so-called fortune tellers who make these nebulous predictions that say something or other and what God does here in offering specific, exact revelation. Because God knows and rules the future, He can reveal the future if He chooses. But more than anything, we can always have confidence that a God who knows and rules the future is always doing what is best to bring us to the future that He has prepared for us. Another thing we notice is that when God was communicating to the Pharaoh, when God reveals his dream, we need to understand that in Egyptian thought, the Pharaoh was not just a king, the Pharaoh was a god. And in the dream and in its interpretation, God was forcing the Pharaoh to see that he wasn't in charge. He wasn't as powerful as he thought he was. That next to God, the Pharaoh's power was nothing. The most powerful man on the face of the earth had to come to grips with the fact he had no control over the future and he lacked the omniscience to know what was coming. His only hope is our only hope and that we have to turn to the one, God, who knows and who rules over all. The second question we want to ask ourselves is what does this passage reveal to me about myself and about humanity in general? One of the questions we need to ask sometimes when we find ourselves distraught is, are we finding ourselves distraught because we've put our faith in the wrong person? Joseph, when Joseph is in the prison and he reveals the dream to the cupbearer, he asks the cupbearer to remember him, and the cupbearer doesn't. But he didn't put his faith in the cupbearer. His faith rested in God. That's why Joseph's attitude didn't change. It's a sad fact. People let us down. Sometimes they forget. Sometimes they cease to care. Sometimes they lie. The reasons can be many, but the end result is the same. And if we put our hope in other people, we will eventually be let down. But if, especially in hard times, our hope is rooted in God, because He never changes, because He never fails, we will never be disappointed. The third question we want to ask is, what does this passage call me to do? One of the things that's so astounding to me in this passage is that while Joseph's in prison, while he's serving the cupbearer and the baker, he has the sensitivity to notice that something is troubling them. Even in the midst of his hurt, he's looking at others and not just himself. He was sensitive to them. He served them. Even when we are at our most lowest, even when we are our most hurt, 
we should still be on the lookout for ways we can serve and help others. This simple, selfless act would be part of what God used to put Joseph in the place God was preparing for him. Now, Joseph had no idea what awaited him. Joseph had no idea when that would come to pass. Joseph is not helping to get something. Joseph is helping because there's a need. He knew there were people before him who needed help, who needed to be blessed, and so he did what he could. That's what all of us should strive for. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of Sanctified in Truth. Join us Monday as we'll discuss Genesis chapter 42, verse 1 to 38. May everything you say and everything you do today seek to honor God. Whatever you do, take comfort and know that Jesus has already prayed for you, that you would be sanctified in truth. Use me anytime.